What's up guys, this is Taking the Field with Stevie Mac, this episode also airing on DetroitTitans.com. My guests today with me come from the Detroit Mercy women's lacrosse team, Claire Conway and Elise Harder. Ladies, thank you so much for taking some time with me. Of course. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, so like I said off the air just a moment ago, we will talk a little bit of lacrosse here on this episode, but I also want to use this opportunity to sort of get to know you both outside of the sport a little bit. So just to kind of lead this off for both of you here, and we can start with Elise on this one. How did you get into playing lacrosse prior to Detroit Mercy? Yeah, so um, I started playing lacrosse when I was in second grade, so I've been playing for a pretty long time now. Um I think it was just kind of my neighbor played and I was like, what's the sport and decided to try it out and fell in love with it. Um, continued, obviously started playing travel across with that. And then that took me to getting recruited here to play at Detroit Mercy. But And then Claire, how about you? So my story is a little different. I didn't start playing until I believe fourth or fifth grade. And I got into it because my older brother he played and I wanted to be like him. So I was like, Hey mom, sign me up for this. So I went and I had actually just moved to the school district. So I didn't know anybody. So it was a really good experience learning and meeting new people. And it was something like I kind of shared with my brother. So that was really nice. Yeah. And it's interesting always talking to people from around the lacrosse community, whether it be here at Detroit Mercy or at other schools or even at different levels. And they always say, oh, I started in second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth grade, whatever. And for me, it's a little bit different. I, I got into it pretty late. I didn't start till my junior year of high school. I had followed the sport for a couple of years prior to that, but never really got fully involved with it until then. So I'm always jealous when people say, oh yeah, I started when I was in second or third grade. Cause I'm just like, I wish I had done that. Like looking back on it now, I wish I had been able to do that. But now kind of going away for a minute from the lacrosse field, I said, I want to ask you a few non-lacrosse related questions. This one's for Claire. How and why did you really get into running marathons as I've seen you've done um, in the past few years? So the I first started out with a half marathon and I did that the summer after my freshman year. I really enjoyed running, but I never really knew like what else was out there other than like playing a sport because obviously in lacrosse we run a lot. And I kind of was like, well, why not try? So I did the half and really enjoyed it. And then I remember I came back my sophomore year and I was like, you know what? Like, I really enjoyed this. I want to do it on like a larger scale. So I was like, what's next? So then of course the marathon came in and it sounded like just crazy. So I was like, never, I'm never going to do that. And then I, again, why not? So then I trained over the summer and it was also something enjoyable because I was able to get my good teammate OB and also um, another girl, Lena did it and Kaylee. And it came like more of a team thing too, because we kind of held each other accountable over the summer and stuff like that. And then also just being able to do it in Detroit was something special. So um, just kind of pushing myself and seeing like what else I was capable of. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you touched on it in your response. It helps you within your sport. How do you feel like it's really helped you um, with, within the sport of lacrosse? Definitely the mental game because it is a long haul, those miles, and it gets dark. But kind of just like overcoming the small things and being like, you know what? 
you're going to get through it. And it's just something to that helps. I'm like, you know what? I accomplished this. I can get over those small mistakes in a game. It's a long game. And like coach Hicks says, there's a lot of mini battles. Same thing on a marathon. You just got to keep going, get on to the next mile. And just like in the game, get after the next ground ball, the next play. So it is really similar in, in my opinion. Yeah, and I, I really like that answer you touched on both kind of the mental and physical aspects of having to deal with it. The mental was something that coming into this episode was something I didn't really consider a whole lot of, but it definitely makes sense that you have to kind of push past being tired and and really just continuing on with that race. And like you said, there's a lot of parallels between that and lacrosse. Uh, now, Elise, you and Marina, this is something we talked out about again off the air, but you and Marina, one of your teammates, have sort of a food account through Instagram that you both run. Um, tell me about that. Like, whose idea was that? Really, how did that get started? Um, so last year we lived together and we like had a, you know, a kitchen for the first time, obviously living outside of the dorm and living on our own. And so we were experimenting with like different meals and different ways to cook. And we just kind of like, I don't know, we started like sending each other pictures back and forth and we were like, we should just make like a social media page out of this and just like, it turned into our teammates following in like some friends from home with nothing like super big, but it's still fun to like learn new things and learn oh oh yeah if you want to follow it it's called taste of 313 um but yeah I mean both of us actually come from also like Italian backgrounds so cooking is something that we're comfortable with anyway so we we just kind of took that to social media but it's been fun and it's just something we we like to do on the side Yeah, that's another thing that I like about doing some of these interviews is, like I said before, really getting to know some of these athletes outside of their sport, kind of understanding who they are and their hobbies and things that they enjoy. So it's really awesome that you guys can do that stuff outside of your sport. And at least it's also good that you mentioned the name of the account there because I did have it written down in my notes in case you didn't. Um, But now kind of, like I said, going back to the lacrosse side of things again, this one for both of you again. Now in your senior seasons, what has your time at Detroit Mercy really meant for both of you as student-athletes? And uh, Claire, we can start with you. So I'm originally from New York, and I kind of, on a, on a whim almost, it's like, you know what? We're going to Detroit. We're doing it. We're going 10 hours away. We're fearless. So I think coming here and coming to Detroit has been a lot about family and finding the community and finding the people and kind of just embracing where you're at and making the most of it because you know we've gone through two and a half years of COVID this is nothing what I thought my four years of college would be like like sophomore year we ended early um there were a lot of restrictions junior year so I feel like it really has just been you know overcoming taking what you have and making the most of it and it's been awesome I have great teammates that make it so enjoyable doing that every day yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, you're fine. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to. Okay. So um, just with my answer, I mean, I feel like I get asked, asked this question a lot. People are always just like, oh, why Detroit? And immediately, like, what comes to mind is just, like, what the city, like, kind of stands for and what it, it puts out, at least into, like, our community. And I feel like it just represents, like, a lot of grit and toughness and resilience also and I feel like just being able to play on the Detroit Mercy women's lacrosse team also encapsulates that a lot and um I don't know I feel like it's just something that we can all be able to take like into the world as 
as we go out and graduate and stuff. But I mean, yeah, being being able to have that experience is definitely unique to the city of Detroit and it's it's been super awesome. Yeah, and I think Claire, going back to your answer, you talked about this not really being how you pictured your college career going. I think even from from my perspective on things, um, being the the broadcaster on ESPN Plus for the team the past several years, basically since your guys' freshman year, really, um, was yeah. my first year doing that. Uh, I kind of have seen that too, where it's like as a broadcaster, that's not really how I thought the last few years would go, especially, right. I believe it was the 2020 season. We had that, that one home game. And then the very next day, uh, PJ yeah. Gradowski texts me and is like, yeah, the season got canceled last night. So I was like, awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely with you on that. But my last question for both of you is looking back last week to the scrimmage and even looking ahead now to week one with Michigan kind of give me your thoughts from that scrimmage some things that you saw some things that you either personally or as a team were able to take away from that um and at least we can start with you if you want okay um so I mean I feel like getting to play a team and play a game before we actually get to play like our legit games um is definitely good in terms of just getting like nerves off our shoulders and figuring things out that are little because playing against another team is a whole different thing than playing against the same defense in practice or the same offense in practice. So I think that that kind of just brushed off nerves, first of all. Um, but then also I think it gave us a good amount of little things that we know we have to work on. Um, in terms of our offense, I think we recognized a bit of uh, off ball movement stuff that we need to be working on and just like making sure we're playing unselfishly and being um, aggressive also to goal. But I mean, I think overall our team had a lot of positive takeaways from it. And also we were able to build on the fact that like that was a learning experience and that was something that's going to be beneficial for us coming, especially into game week this week versus, versus Michigan. So. And then Claire, your thoughts kind of more from a d defensive perspective, if you want to go that way. Mm -hmm. So we have a very young, I would say, defense coming in this year, which is wonderful because there's a lot of opportunity for people to step up and make contributions that, you know, haven't been seen in a little bit. So I think that this scrimmage was awesome because we got to work in our new defense, which we're doing a lot of the Rover, which worked awesome. And, you know, it, we kind of implemented it in recently. So it was really nice to see how it ran smoothly and, it's nice to have, you know, Maddie and Cage, she's been there for a while. So she's had a lot of experience with that. And then going into Michigan, I'm very excited. It's an awesome opportunity to play at one of the highest level teams. So it's something exciting and it's going to be a great challenge too. I'm going to add in one more thing. Sorry. Um, made me think when Claire also mentioned just having a young, a young team, I think, I mean, I think we have how many sophomores? It, 15 years oh, like, we have a crazy amount of underclassmen in general but I feel like that coming into just our whole team in general has been a strength for us because mm -hmm. a lot of people are coming onto the field ready to play and I feel like we have a lot of a lot of strengths that we haven't had in the past in terms of just depth off the bench and you know if somebody's having an off day we can pop somebody else in, give them a chance and they're they're gonna play when they when they need to be playing so I think that's like encouraging to have that as an option um for our team this year, which is exciting. Yeah, absolutely. I think you both made some really good points there. Those are definitely some things that I noticed um, as well at that scrimmage 
last week. Another one that I thought was an interesting thing that Coach Hicks brought up after the game in that in that post game huddle was he said he was really pleased with how the the clear looked um, during that scrimmage as well, and that's something that I thought was a big improvement even just over the past few years. When I spoke with him on the show a year ago, that was something that we both talked about for a few minutes there on that episode. So it was great to see kind of that improvement year over year over year, which is something that he had talked about even back then. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Taking the Field with Stevie Mack. Make sure to like, comment, and share on this episode, guys. You can find the podcast anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple, Google, Spotify, iTunes, or excuse me, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn, just to name a few. Claire and Elise, thank you again so much for joining me on this episode. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us. So just again, you can check out the show. Yep, yep, make sure to follow that uh, Instagram account, Taste of 313, was what we talked about earlier on in the show. Again, you can find the podcast anywhere you get your podcast by searching Taking the Field with Stevie Mac, and also stay tuned to DetroitTitans.com. Detroit Titans.